0: Hey y'all, this is Daniel Bostic and you are listening to episode three of Chaincast. Hello everyone and welcome to Chaincast. My name is Daniel and I'm here today with Mr. Ali Alexander. And yo yo yo, yo yo yo. A busy two weeks, let me tell you. It has just been insane, but it's a lot of good stuff that's happening and we're really excited. Is that you feeling the same way, Ali? I'm, I'm excited for the Crown community. I'm excited for
1: the decentralization. I'm excited for the governance. I'm excited that we got to meet some of these guys face to face and I'm excited for us. We're pumping out some really good stuff and You know, our DMs and our tweets are getting replied to by people who are being introduced to the Crown blockchain.
0: We've had some, I'm not going to go into details, but we've had some uh, pretty big players contact us about Crown, contact us about exchanges. So there's big stuff happening, you know, both on the public facing side and on the private facing side. And I'm so thrilled we're a part of it. So really quick, you guys, I want to make sure that if you have not yet signed up at crownblockchain.com, just give us your email address. We're not going to spam you. We want to be able to reach you guys directly to share you information as soon as we have it. Um, And we are going to start pumping those out in the next couple days. So please be sure to make sure you've registered at crownblockchain.com with your email address. Um, that way we can stay in touch with you. And also if you are listening to the podcast, but you haven't subscribed or rated us on iTunes or Google play or any of these podcast platforms, please be sure hit subscribe that way. The episodes are going straight to your phone as soon as they're available. And we uh, will give you the best podcast listening experience. <laughs> so, um, I want to talk really quick with you, Ali. You're a big market guy. I want to address quick kind of the craziness that's happened in the markets over the past couple of days. So the SEC, of course, everyone knows, came out and said that they are going to begin regulating exchanges. They feel that a lot of exchanges maybe are leaving investors with the impression that they are regulated by the government when they are in fact not. So the U.S. government in particular is going to require all of these exchanges to register with them so that they can, I guess, maintain compliance. And some other countries have also announced similar things. There's some regulatory news coming out of Japan. We've talked a little bit about this, Ali, and you know, I think we generally hope that this encourages people to use decentralized exchanges. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, fundamentally we need to see some innovation there. And this is how you it's it's like the chicken or the egg. And this is why you and I are doing the advocacy that we're doing for the ground community is you need users to attract demand. And then demand will be met by developers and developers working on open source project can kick the tires, check each other, innovate at a, at a rapid rate. Uh, and this is the story behind all open source technology and community projects. And so it's the same thing with exchanges is it used to be over the counter. It used to be a big trust system. Then it came to exchanges. So the, the trust level went up, but so did centralization. The, the, the arc of this story, if you will, is the next step is decentralized uh, exchanges. And I don't know that that's the end goal. Uh, there are some technical hurdles. You know, I was in San Francisco a month, a month and a half ago, meeting with a lot of crypto people, told them about Crown. One of the smartest guys I know was like, well, here's the problem with decentralized exchanges, Ollie, the transaction times and, and syncing up what a price is or isn't. You know, could lead to a huge problem, and I was like, "Man, that's scary." And I was like, "I hadn't considered that." So, but anyway, that's kind of nerd speak right now on, on the implications. The fact is, is that centralized exchanges are necessary right now. They're getting fiat into the system, and they're providing us uh, high trust, high trust situations where these people are going to be accountable and can get jail time. So we know that they're not going to steal our funds without reper- uh, repercussions. Um, that being said is it's leaning to a more scammy process. It's encouraging more ICOs. It's encouraging more pre-mines. Crown uh, did neither one of those. It It also gets to determine who are the big dogs in the space. So instead of natural or organic user growth, you're getting speculative user growth off of transactions just trading for appreciation. And so decentralized exchanges attempt to offer a better path forward where people listening to podcasts like this one are like, oh, I like that environment. And when when there's a natural, organic, symbiotic consensus, then you would see coins and decentralized exchanges prop up. Fundamentally, what decentralized exchanges need is more development power. Long story short, the minds that are working on centralized exchanges need to be moving to decentralized exchanges because they have the talent, the skill set, the know how to accomplish some of these problems that we haven't figured out yet as a blockchain community. So that's where I think the market is going. I don't know where it ends up. I mean, I I think it's decentralized something, but it's gonna be decentralized wallet exchanges or trusted side chains and, and, and networks for people by ideology or geography or whether it's a utility token or a cryptocurrency, like I don't know it's it's I'm a nerd, I geek out when I talk about this stuff, but but you know the news is semi welcomed, but all regulation uh, sucks, so um, that's my approach. that's not you know the entire community's approach, but all regulation sucks. you know we do need to make sure that these centralized exchanges are carrying enough insurance that there is somebody watching over them because they right now have the bulk of the common users' transactions and if We have 14 Mt. Gox situations, then Mm. cryptocurrency
0: is dead. And we don't want that. Hopefully what we'll see is as the adoption increases, developers, people behind the scenes working on the tech will be able to rise and meet the challenge once they see that demand, which is just, you know, the basic way the free market works. So. My hope is that, you know, we will see some of these decentralized exchanges really becoming easier to use, faster. Maybe they'll overcome some of those technical hurdles you talked about as people begin demanding that they have access to that technology. So pretty cool concept. I probably should take this second to remind everyone that we're not financial advisors. We're not relationship experts. We're not psychological advisors. We are none of that.
1: We tear our cards. None of this is medical no, advice. No, really- I mean, Ali
0: might. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> <but> <laughs> So, you know, do your own research. Make sure that you are familiar with the technology and making an educated decision for yourself. So, the past two weeks, really brief. I mean, we have been just running nonstop. Ali's probably. Has it only
1: been two weeks?
0: It honestly feels like way longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm. Uh, maybe it's three. I, I. Maybe it's three, Daniel. I. I it is. But three. still. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, I was like. I was like. Ali's probably sick of me by now. He had to spend two weeks with me, and uh, you know, I had so much to it learn. You. It was great. We were in D.C. together. Ali, do you want to talk really briefly about that?
1: So you know, I'm of the opinion. Uh, a lot of people in the crown community. Uh, And then obviously the world knows that I am a, I'm a partisan. I'm not a partisan hack. I don't consider myself hyper-partisan, but I am on the right side of the spectrum of politics. And some people have said, Ali, you gotta, you gotta stop that. If you're going to influence cryptocurrency, you can't do that. Well, my reply is simple is one cryptocurrency started from the cyberpunks, and it's very libertarian in thought period. It started on the right. More individualist than collectivist. That being said is, I think that the way that we all go forward, Daniel, you know, and you and I don't even have the exact same politics. You know, you're, you're on the right too, but you're pretty, you know, you're, you know, I'm pro-Trump, you're anti-Trump, you know. But the way that, he, my, here's my, here's my, here's my uh, suggestion to the community. Not the Crown community, but the entire blockchain community. We want everyone. We want Christians, Jews, and Muslims. We want Republicans, and Democrats, we want everybody using blockchain technology and more trustless systems so that the banking and political classes that have divided us for so long cannot keep dividing us. We have to have a commonality. And for me, that's Crown. For me, that's Bitcoin. For me, that's Litecoin. For me, that's the basic attention token. And, and I want these commonalities with people who I think policies would ruin the country. And I want that. I want afforded that same grace. And so, in DC, I was speaking at a event. You know, full of people across the spectrum, but more on the right, and a lot of crypto guys. I mean, a lot of Bitcoin millionaires, a lot of guys who have been in it early. It was a it was an event called a Night for Freedom, and I was a speaker. And you know, I got to give a shout out to cryptocurrency, and I got to talk to a lot of guys. They're like, Ali. Everyone's like, Ali. What are you holding? You know, because Ali like, <laughs> works in you know near government and politics. You know, what do you know about regulation? I'm like, well, I'm holding more utility tokens, um, and and then I'm holding the, the the big dogs. You know, Litecoin and Bitcoin, things that that are that the SEC frankly cannot shut down. I'll be I'll be quite frank. Um, and so Crown is a utility token, and that's why I'm so glad that they dropped the name Crown or Coin years ago. So it was Crown Coin. It's an old project, 2014, so I think that Crown is not going to suffer, it, you know, I think the day of reckoning when it comes, Crown will suffer a dip, but not, it, it's, I don't see it going to zero. I, I hope it doesn't because, uh, and it won't with good marketing and more users, but um, uh, it's a utility token. People are going to build apps on the Crown blockchain and apps that interact with the Crown blockchain to offset storage costs, script processing, payments transfer value, all that kind of stuff. This is a really exciting protocol kind of being built a, a, an API token. And so, you know, we were able to talk to lots of people in DC, you know, unfortunately we didn't get to shoot the video we wanted to shoot in front of the IRS or SEC or anything like that. But, uh, we, but we were able to talk about Crown to a lot of people and they could see our conviction of the technology that's being built of the team that we've got to kick the tires on. And so that was fun. That's what we did in DC. We we, we networked with a lot of existing crypto people who have Ethereum and Bitcoin and all kinds of other stuff in their bag. And some of them are out in Crown now. And more will, especially if, as they see that the catalyst that you and I have talked about, you, you and I talked about this last night on our live stream, um, come true and that this team is a team that sticks to the roadmap. So that was DC. And then, and then, and then I was you know there for a few more days after you left and then it was off to Miami. And then you joined me. Uh, in Miami for the the Crown Meetup, which was exceptionally fun to meet some of these guys face to face, you know, and and party with them, but meet with them face to face and hear the roadmap. That was a that was a productive trip. I'm glad that we came out of pocket to do that.
0: It was phenomenal, you know. And a lot of these guys, from my perspective, I've been in the chat room with some of these guys for you know over a year now, which is crazy, and been through a lot of highs and lows together with the project, and so it's just been um, awesome to see them face-to-face, put, you know, remember that there's always a person behind the keyboard. <laughs> Some of these guys, you know, we've been in disputes before. We've had our differences. But in the end, you know, we're all pulling together. Crown's a big tent project like you talked about. We have varying political views, varying backgrounds. Um, but everyone has something to bring to the table. And everyone has something that they want to see built in the Crown community. And so it was incredible to hear their vision. We heard from developers. We had an incredible session with, a nonprofit and they are working to provide education sure. to children in Haiti. They are actively receiving crown donations and putting them in system nodes. And those system nodes are being, the, the profit from those system nodes are being used today to send kids to school who would not otherwise have a chance to receive an education. And, and that's how you change a society. That's how you educate them. You um, provide the means for them to be self-sustaining. This organization is using Crown to do that, and it was it was just absolutely mind blowing.
1: Yeah, Miami was fun, and um, you know, uh, here on our live stream next week, probably late next week, is we'll be talking about we'll be showing you guys some of the slides from Miami, where this uh, environment is going, and then yeah, we'll eventually have to have
0: uh, that charity
1: on our. On our podcast dan and i have talked about that so um,
0: that would be great we have so many so many questions for them and a lot of encouragement to give them so i'm really excited to have them on board so i think what you and i really walked away from the conference was is there are some big things happening for crown and you know people like to hype news in crypto and people you know like to show their favorite project you and i we vetted this project we've been holding for a long time now at least in crypto years and we both walked away i think it's safe to say pretty uh, excited for the future of crown there's really three big catalysts that are coming in the next couple of months into early fall that i think are really going to change the game for crown not just for crown but some of these things you know for crypto in general the first thing i'm really excited to share with everyone is that we can expect in the next couple months for crown to again, receiving some massive media exposure. This is something that crypto projects fight over all the time. Everyone wants their slot in the headline, but Crown has really uh, taken the opposite approach in that for a long time, marketing was simply not a huge priority for them. And that has changed a lot, especially since we have been brought onto the team, we've kind of been pushing them in that direction because now they have technology, they have a, the legal infrastructure there set up to where they can begin marketing themselves effectively. And Crown is going to be featured on national TV across multiple channels in different markets. Um, I believe they said it was estimated to reach tens of millions of people. So, you know, we can't talk a whole lot about exactly what that looks like. But what we can say is that I think Crown is going to become a popular buzzword among the crypto community this year. And I am so excited for that because it really ties into our next big point that you can talk about, which is some news coming out of exchanges
1: putting a lot of pressure on on qcoin uh, we want to be at there because we want access you know it 's like, oh, the exchanges are dirty. well, then, why do you want them, Ollie because uh, we still we still need some exposure to people who want to hold this, and especially people listening to our podcast and our Periscopes. And, you know, I've had people say, well, Ollie, I have a Bitrix account, so I'm able to get it. But what about the rest of your audience? I'm like, you know, some people don't. So we want to get added on Qcoin. I want everyone to tweet them every day at KuCoin.com. <laughs> so K-U-C-O-I-N, the official Twitter account for Qcoin. And, uh, you know, it's one of the hot new exchanges. You know, I'm not, I'm not endorsing any exchange. I'm just we, we need to get listed there. So there's a lot of pressure coming from our collective audience, Daniel. And I just want to know, I'll tell people when to relent, but keep mm-hmm. putting pressure because it shows demand. It's not rude to show demand, to show that their exchange will profit from transaction fees and the activity crown will profit from it. And more importantly, it allows people to hold tokens that they want to hold yep. and they need to be able to do that. And then they can move it to a hard wallet, they can move it You know, to a cold storage or whatever. I'm not saying you have to stay there, but, but I want everyone to have access to crown who wants access to crown. And right now, it's a low-volume coin because, because these exchanges want millions of dollars. And that one good thing is, you know, Qcoin's not asking for millions of dollars, but is that the core team has made this strategic decision, one that I endorse wholeheartedly, uh, both for short-term and long-term reasons, that we as a community are not going to pay half a million dollars should get listed at any exchange. We as a community are not going to pay. There's one exchange that won, won at $4.5 million oh. from another coin. And we're not doing that. We're not doing that. These, coin, these centralized exchanges all have a shelf life of activity. And we aren't going to be one of those projects. We didn't do a pre-mine. We didn't do an ICO. Daniel and I have been a part of this project for like 14 months or something like that. As people who believed in the project, we just in the past- Month and a half became advocates, you know, paid advocates by the community on the project, and we're we're honored to have that position. But it was a decision I was happy to hear. It's a decision that I have encouraged, you know. As fewer scam coins stop paying these exchanges, the rates will go down. Or, God willing, they'll vet projects based solely off uh, the good of the entire blockchain community. This technology serving people who are unbanked, um, transferring value across borders, you know, really, really doing good work. Do good good work for humanity. And so, but put pressure on QCoin y'all and tag me in the tweets if you want, at Ollie on Twitter. Um, I'm happy to retweet people who are taking a couple minutes out of their day to uh, use the call sign CRW, alert QCoin.com on Twitter that this is something that you would consider purchasing or this is something you would consider, you know, trading and uh, you know, it's not a security, it's not a commodity, it's a utility token, and it's going to have a lot of use to developers going forward and charities and all kinds of other people. Um, so, you know, we want you guys to be active in that. I want you guys to be active in that. And if you're an existing member of the, of the crown community and you don't have a Twitter account, Sign up for a Twitter account. Let's put some pressure on CubeCoin.com. Show them that we're real people with real demand and that everyone deserves access to
0: this innovative blockchain. They do read those tweets. <laughs> we were just talking the other day about, um, you know, I sent out a message and they don't respond to a lot of people, but they did shoot me a reply. So they are reading what you guys write. They are using their Twitter account to measure demand four different tokens and so we want to have a strong showing for the crown community and we want to encourage them to get us added we've had some some uh back channel talks with different people about exchanges and i I really believe that we will have some real news for that this summer at latest so keep up the pressure it's working and you know this that's how that's how you build a community you know that's how you how you branch out. So probably the biggest thing that I think I took away from the meeting was the announcement that there is a new wallet update coming out. And to a lot of people that, you know, a lot of times projects will push out wallet updates and they're, you know, just fixing stuff behind the scenes. This is an overhaul. And you and I, Ali, saw the actual screenshots from the new wallet. And we were just kind of looking at each other from from across the road because this is huge. So Crown is rolling out the ability for any user, even if they're not super technically inclined, they are rolling out the ability for them to lock their Crown token in system nodes or master nodes in just like two or three clicks. It is so easy. It's so intuitive the UI is great you and i talked with crown's new UI i don't know what you call it ui director ui person yeah <laughs> and it it really is something that the crypto community at large has needed for a while but has not they have not been able to produce it and crown will be the first to push out a wallet update that allows for system node and master node creation in just one or two clicks And I really believe that that is going to bring in a lot of new people, a lot of new investors and people who want to have a stake in the project, but maybe don't want to go through the painstaking process of setting up a node via terminal (laughs) in a a Linux distro on a VPS somewhere. And if you have no idea what I just said, then that's exactly why this wallet update matters, because it's going to make it so easy for end users to create their own system nodes and master nodes, which in the end of the day just strengthens the network. So we are so excited about that. I sent out a tweet earlier today. The Crown team did confirm in the chat today that it is going to be released on the 12th, which is in just two days. So pay attention to that. There's going to be some significant action around that as the Crown community launches something that really is unheard of right now in the crypto space. And Ali, you were talking last night in the periscope about uh you think that people may well uh, wind up stealing this from us
1: the thing is like when 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 projects are open source you' not just you don't just have like regular forks you have you know hard forks that turn into new companies, new blockchains, or whatever and because Crown you know borrows from some of the code of some larger uh blockchains, it makes our code pretty compliant with these other ones. So um, this is something, this wallet update is, uh, you know, I've, I've, i was thinking about, it. I've never talked about a wallet update before on any other blockchain, but this it's wallet like up- an overhaul, honestly. I mean, it yeah, just- this wallet update takes something from a level one to a level five mm-hmm. and it will have, I think, broad industry. I hate calling this an industry, but community implications. I think, I believe, I wanna say I know because I'm, I'm gonna be one who steals it, but that this open source code will be used for other cryptocurrencies or tokens that use a node POS system, proof of stake uh, system. And that's because it allows the syncing and security and centralization for the individual to hold a stake, have a holding pattern, you know, within their wallet and still communicate with the other resources that they're donating to the community, this being VPS and, and servers that, that, that um, uh, protect the network uh, is what the favorite phrase of the community is, protect the network, protect the network, <laughs> strengthen the network. So anyway, this could be over somebody's head, but essentially this is what it is. There, there's, there's blockchains that are just blockchains and then there's blockchains with features. One feature that's come out over the past two to three years is called the node system. What this does is there's not only people who hold the tokens and transact the tokens on a regular blockchain. You know, we can't forget that Satoshi's original blockchain, uh, uh, Bitcoin blockchain, was only 18 lines of code, but other systems like Dash came up with the node system. They said, okay, there's not only going to be commoners and we're all equal, but there can be nobles of sorts. And the nobles help strengthen the system by donating essentially server space. So it, it's it's an alternative to mining. Uh, this is sustainable for the environment. It encourages liquidity with lower volatility because there's a holding pattern. And it also acts as what is essentially this pre-lightning ne- network. It is, it's, it's not a side chain, but you could, and what some blockchains that use the node kind of methodology or system do is you know, transactions can occur on a single node. So there is a single point of trust and for transaction to transaction, not the entire network. So it really is kind of this hybrid where it's not centralization. It's a form of what I call federation. It's not complete decentralization. It's not centralization. It's federation. And this is still like really philosophical, but it is, it is one better for the environment. It is too easier Three, it incentivizes people. And we will find out over the next couple of years whether this is bad incentivization or whether this is good. I'm of the opinion that it's mostly good. And the idea that any user who's holding crown can then gain more crown by locking it up in a system node and that that's more accessible, that nobility is more accessible to the average knight is exciting to me. This is exactly why I'm in the cryptocurrency space is I am for the people. I am for the people. And I am for the promise of cryptocurrency. And I am for strong blockchains, sustainable blockchains. And what we are doing in the crown community with this wallet update will impact other communities. They are going to have to steal our code, which is good. This is a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Because other people will be working to improve it even even more. And this is the democratization of nobility.
0: It's just, it
1: really <laughs> Really turns me off, If everybody
0: uh, can't <laughs> tell already, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an exciting new world, and it's so fascinating to me. Just political
1: to- as someone, somebody who studies political uh, uh, theory and and a practitioner in the space of political science, this is hashtag
0: wet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, and it is, it's this collision, this beautiful collision between, you know, technology and populism and people wrestling all over again. If you saw a lot of the chats that we have in the mattermost, you know, you would see them wrestling with these exact same issues of what does Federation look like and who, you know, how are votes allocated to these node holders and how do we make sure that everyone gets a say in the network and, how do we make sure that no one person has too much power in the network and controls the funding? And these kind of questions. And I was, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I was thinking like, these are kind of some of the questions that like founding fathers in their own way were grappling with on a larger scale during the founding of our country. And we're kind of looking at all of those same philosophies and trying to determine what is best for the network, but more importantly, what is best for the world as a whole. And so Crown has really taken some incredibly strategic steps in looking at all these different philosophies and ensuring that we have something that is sustainable and that we have something that gives the average user a say um, instead of some of these really centralized projects that I will uh, not name (laughs) right now to, to put a pause on the hate mail. But So that is one of the really exciting things is this wallet update. We think it's going to be huge. We expect people um, on other projects to steal it. But one of the coolest things is that alongside this wallet update, a community member who we both spent time with in Miami is launching or has launched, he launched it yesterday, his own VPS service, which will tie in basically with this wallet. So what this means for all of you is that what used to be an incredibly complicated process As far as getting that server space, getting it set up and locking your crown on it to have a voice in the network, that is down to just a handful of clicks. And I actually was chatting with him yesterday, um, right when the site launched. I was the first official customer. I'm very proud of that. (laughs) Um, It's nodesupply.com and it's just incredibly intuitive. And I'm really excited for all of the people that are going to be brought into the community because we were able to expand the project to reach out to people who maybe weren't at quite as tech savvy. So this is a very good thing. It's going to lead to more decentralization among nodes so that we don't have too many with one provider, which has been an issue for a lot of projects, ours included. And Ali and I have really been pushing for that decentralization. And that's what we're seeing day in and day out. You know, I think everything has to start at some level of centralization. Someone has to be in power, but, Crown is actively every day taking steps to take that authority and spread it out, take that power, spread it out, and um, create a true decentralized network. And it's just so encouraging for both of us because that's something that we've really been preaching for a while. Absolutely awesome.
1: Absolutely awesome. Well, this has been a fun uh, fun podcast. Everyone check us out at Crown Blockchain. Dot com. This is not the official Crown site, but this is where you can sign up for an email list because Daniel and I are empowering the community with information, empowering prospects with the ability to do their own research, and we're going to mobilize you. We are going to sick you on these exchanges. <laughs> we are going to tell you what updates appeal to all types of people who hold cryptocurrencies. And this is our advocacy. This is what we're doing for the community. And we're so glad that the community has approved a proposal. So Daniel and I, you know, full disclosure, get paid in crown from the community to do our efforts. And that's cool because it's the democracy or republic that uh, is enabling us to do this, but we don't have to lie. We don't have talking points. There's no centralization of what we want to talk about or not talk about. We can talk about the weaknesses and the strengths and we have done both in coming podcast we will be interviewing people within the crown community both people who have been in for a long time and people who haven't because it's important that we get to know each other and this is a project where i'm not afraid for people to kick the tires so thanks for checking out chaincast we're sponsored by crown crw you want to check that out barterdex bitrix and crown.tech is the official website but we want to see you sign up on crownblockchain.com this has been ali and my buddy this is Daniel.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we could have flowed that better. Yeah,
0: exactly. This is gonna be raw and unedited here at the end. So good stuff. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and we will catch you all next time. Bye y'all